tell you, I was <laughs> sitting over here next to Karen, kept looking at all these kids coming up. And I was like, man, I'm feeling old. It was funny. I was, <clears throat> this being a family worship day, I was, I was thinking about a couple of things. You know, uh, this is my 10th year here at the church. And when I started at the church, uh, we had two babies and four elementary school students. And I looked back over our records over the, just this year, and uh, we've been averaging 50 students, grade sixth grade and down, downstairs every week in, in children's church. Last year, we had like a high Sunday of like, I think it was like 75 or 80 students down there uh, in the basement. So we're averaging in students about what we were as a church uh, the first six or eight months that I was here. And so it's been amazing. And, you know, I, I was reading a, a Psalm the other day and I alluded to it Wednesday night, but I thought it was fitting for this morning. Uh, Psalm 92 says, it is good uh, to give thanks to the Lord, to sing his praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night to the music of the lute and the harp and the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the work, uh, works of your hands, I sing for joy. I want, you to take, I want you to take a look around this morning. Just go ahead and look behind you, look in front of you. Those of you who sit in the back like you have something to appreciate, those of us sit up front, we don't always get to see. You know, it's awkward when you see someone turn around and stare and, you know. So go ahead and let that awkwardness rest and you go ahead and just look behind you. But just take a look. And I want you to take a listen. Okay, take a listen. We've got children talking and crying and babbling and cooing and cawing. And listen, I remember, I remember a time where we didn't have any of that. And how good God has been to our church. And how blessed we are and how good God has been to our families. And we got one running down the aisles now. And listen, listen, I'm telling you, I, 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 I was talking to a church, a guy that went to a church one time and he said, from their pulpit, the pastor one time said, we're gonna have to do something with those kids. They're disrupting the service. And let me tell you something. I pray we are never a church that has an attitude like that. If they're singing and you hear them up through the vents, why you just turn your listening ears on even more and Daniel turn me up a little bit louder and we'll just keep on trucking because we, we're thankful for the kids that we have in this church. And I wanna tell you this morning, I wanna take, you know, I don't, I don't do this enough. I really need to do it more. But I, as a, and this is coming from, from both hats I get to wear as, as a father and as a pastor. I wanna thank you guys for the job and the, and the, and the, and the investment you guys have made in our students. I was looking at these kids up here this morning, whether they were singing or, or, or doing the offering or they were uh, supposed to do the announcements. I took Eli's job this morning and didn't know it. But I was watching all these kids up here and I was thinking about all the lives of the people here this morning that have had an impact on their life in some way. You've been Sunday school teachers. You've been VBS volunteers. Uh, you have cut their food up. You have taken them through a meal line on Wednesday night. You have taught them in children's church. You have handed them candy uh, to, to the chagrin of the parents as they're walking in and kids come up and their pockets are bulging. And because they've stopped at every person in the church, Gary and Tammy specifically, <laughs> who come down and hand them candy every week. But you impact the lives of these students. 
And, and, and what we see and what we're able to witness, and, and I go and I, I, hear, I hear the reports of teachers in the school that have our students in class, and I hear the impact that they're having on their classmates. And that's a testament to this church. Melissa stole my verse and stole a big portion of my message this morning when she was talking today. And, uh, and she, but she made this, you know, train up a child, Proverbs 22, train up a child in the way they should go. When they're old, they won't depart from it. And you know, as a parent, I always, I always kind of took that and really just tried to apply that to my life, that, that I'm, that I'm the parent and, 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 and I know that my primary function as a parent and as a, as an adult is for my family and to train my kids up in the way that they should go. But what I didn't realize at the time, like when Eric and Aniston were both born, was the old saying, you know, that takes a village, and it takes a village to train your children up. And so all of us as parents are benefiting from from being a part of this, this church and a part of this family. And I'm watching your influence on my children as they grow up in Christ and I want to challenge us this morning with, with four simple things. And this is, and, and let, me, I, let me do this real quick before I do that. If you are a, a teacher or a volunteer or you do something with the kids, it could be VBS, it could be Children's Church, it could be Sunday school, it could be Wednesday night. If you do that, would you stand up? Just stand, nursery workers too. And if I'm forgetting anything and you do something with the kids, stand up. Can we give them a round of applause this morning? If you've, if you've done it in the past, keep still, stay, stay, stand up. If you've done it in the past, maybe you're not currently doing it, but in some time in the history of this church, you work with our students, stand up. Come on, stand up. There we go. Let's give them a round of applause. Because here's the deal. You guys have a seat. Those of you that I had stand up that second time, matter of fact, if you, I'll say this again, if you stood up that second round, would you stand up again? Sorry, Sue. Stand up, stand up. I want you to look around. Some of these ladies, thank you guys, you guys have to look around. Some of these ladies that have taught, listen, some of us are here today because they taught us as children. Matter of fact, some of them led some of us to the Lord or led some of our, I say us, some, some of us may have led us or led our children to the Lord. And the impact that still those teachers are having. I can remember when I was, when I was first saved as, as, a, as a child, I was about six, but we went to a, a church up on what's now Business 5 in, in Lynn Creek, little independent Baptist church. If you're heading north on the old highway, it sits right on the right before you get in the square. And I, I can't remember her name, but I can remember the, the, the lady and she had, a, she always wore like a, her hair up in a bun and she always had like the long, the long skirts on, but I can remember her face and I can remember her telling me about Jesus. And I can, remember, I can remember her words as I was laying in bed that night, knowing that I needed to be saved. Remember the lesson that she had taught me in that children's church class at that time. And I, and I came from a home where my, my mom was raised in church, but my dad really wasn't. And it wasn't until like I, uh, maybe a few years later that we really became active in church. But I can remember those early influences of people. And I wanna tell you teachers today who feel like maybe you're spinning your wheels, who feel like maybe you're, you feel like it's, 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 you're doing everything in vain, you're not. Your message is getting across to the students. 
I can't tell you the number of times as a father I've laid in bed with Eric at night and asked him about what he learned or he's telling me about some Sunday school lesson or Wednesday night. And there are times, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what he's talking about. And I'll go to the teacher and I'll say, hey, what was this? And she starts explaining it and bam, all of a sudden, like it starts, everything starts clicking. But you, you do not yet know the work uh, and the effect that you're having on these students. These kids are gonna remember you for the rest of their lives. Because I still remember a guy by the name of Mike Haney and Vic Brown. I remember Steve Loveless. I remember a guy named John Copeland. All these guys were men that I had the, the good fortune of being able to sit under their teaching as I grew up uh, in the church that I grew up in. And I remember those guys forever for the investment that they made in me as a young man. And so I, I wanna tell you, if you wanna invest somewhere in the church that's a fruitful ministry, start volunteering to help with our students. Start volunteering to, to teach a class or to be a substitute or to be an aide because some of these classes we're having 12, 14, 15 kids in. We've been talking about for some time needing to have some sort of a building project at the church. And the reason is because our children's area is growing. We don't have any more room downstairs. Our classrooms are packed out and there's really no other place for them to go where they can have classroom space. And so you be praying with us and, and, and you, you know, your tithes and, and offerings, they, you know, it goes to us helping to, to fulfill the vision and the, that we have for the ministry. And I'm excited about that ministry. I'm excited about the students we have coming up. I'm excited about Luke and the job that he's doing with our teens and, and, and the ministry they've got. And that's a fruitful ministry there. They've got foreign exchange student coming over and joining them on Wednesday night with really no prior uh, exposure to the gospel. They've got, uh, you know, students that are going and working in the school and, and, and attracting their classmates and drawing their classmates to come to our church on Wednesday night to be a part of that ministry. And so you be praying for Luke and be praying uh, for our children's committee and the work that they're doing. I'm just so very thankful for all that. And I wanna challenge us as a church uh, with, with four things to, to, to this morning uh, in, in terms of, and this isn't just our students. It doesn't matter what age you are. What I wanna encourage you to do at some point, take a step. Maybe you're not doing anything and, and you need something to do. So take, take a step and, and do something that maybe you're not already doing. But I want to encourage you to do, to, to do these four things. One, I, I want to encourage us to teach. I want to encourage us uh, to, to teach. Um, you know, Proverbs 22, 6, again, train up a child in the way they should go. And even when he's old, he will not depart from it volunteer to teach. And, it, and you don't have to volunteer to teach downstairs. It may be that, that you feel like an adult class. And so go to some of these, you know, Danny teaches a class and, and, and Wade and, 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 uh, and Sean teach a class downstairs. Gerald, just say, hey, if you ever need a volunteer to, to fill in for you sometime when you're gone, let me know. Take someone else under, under your wing. I love what, uh, what if, you, if you have your Bibles, uh, that Psalm 92, listen to what it says Later on, because I think sometimes we feel like that as we age, you know, we grow out of a ministry, but we don't feel like we're really growing into something. Or maybe we feel like we have a, you know, we have a tendency to sometimes believe Satan's lie that we're washed up, that God can't use us anymore, that, that I don't have anything to give. Any, listen to what the psalmist writes in Psalm 92, 12. The righteous flourish like a palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. And listen to how they are described. They are ever full of sap and green. They are not a dying tree. They are a live tree planted in the church of God to be used by him. We are never done. 
And so find somebody in the church that you can teach, that you can disciple, that you can pray for. And it may not, and you may just take them for a cup of coffee and ask them about life. Because here's the deal. Some of you guys are sitting here now and you've been where, where I am as a parent, where some of our teens, our parents of our teens are as, as parents, and you remember the, the, the lying awake at night and you remember some of the anxieties you have from parenting. And maybe it's just sitting down and saying, hey, could I just pray for you and, 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 and your role as a parent now, and that God may equip you and empower you and give you wisdom in, 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 in parenting and in raising your children. I know as a parent, like I would appreciate that for someone who's been there and done that to pray over me and to know the words to pray that I don't always know to pray. And so we can, we can teach, we can, we can disciple, we can mentor, we can, we can find somebody younger than us to, to, to pour into, to invest into. And it may be our students and volunteering to teach, but it may be a young family that we come alongside and help. But we can also, so we teach. I wanna challenge us also to model you see, these students and, you know, my, my boy in particular and, and my kids, I know that they look up to so many of you and they, 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 they watch you and they, and, they, and they emulate you and they model you. Why? Because my kids spend a lot of time around you and they watch what you're doing and they see how you act and they see how you respond. And so we need to, to model. Paul, Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, he says, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And he says, as I, as I model Christ, I want you to, to model after me. And so we set that example and we, 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 and it may be for us that we raise the bar in our own life. I know when we're conscious of other people watching us, it, 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 it leads us to elevate uh, the, our level of, of righteousness. It leads us to elevate our level of, of, of the way that we're living. And so be conscious of that. The people, one, people are always watching you, but two, what kind of behaviors what kind of grace, what kind of mercy, what kind of forgiveness, what kind of love are we, are we, are we modeling for our children, particularly in how we respond to one another in this church, but also as we respond to those outside the church. So we, so model for our children. Number three would be this, to love them. You may, you may not feel like you can be, you're called to teach and that's okay. We want you to do what God is calling you to do and whatever God may be calling you to do. But here's the thing, we can all love the kids. And so maybe it's just getting down on their level. And I try to do this with the kids and if it holds the line up and you're in a hurry, why just go out the side doors and, and, uh, and but you know, get down, you know, when you're talking to a kid and, and you're able to get down on their level and look them in the eye, love on them, encourage them. Listen, if you're a student here today, I want you to listen to me real quick. You have a church that believes in you. If you are a teen, you have a church that believes in you. If you are a, high, a, a, a elementary or a middle school student, you have a church that believes in you. If you're a student in an elementary schools, you have a church who believes in you, who God has created you and, ha, and is calling you to do things. I, and it was amazing. I had a, a conversation with my son the other day and we were talking about, you know, and Eric's just, you know, he'll be four next weekend, actually next Sunday. And we were talking and something about, we were talking about something in his devote, in his Bible we were doing, it said something about calling. You know, God calls us to do things. And it was David and, you know, David. And I said, God called him to be king. And he said, well, dad, what did God call you to do? And I said, well, son, God called me to be a dad. And he called me to be a husband. He called me to be a pastor. And he said, dad, what's God calling me to do? And I said, buddy, I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. 
God calls us to do things. And it may be that God calls us to be entrepreneurs. God may call us to be plumbers. God may call us to be electricians. God may call us uh, to, 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 to be uh, whatever he may be. It's not, his, his calling isn't just the calling of ministry, it's the calling of life. It is our job as his people to follow his calling and God has placed you where you're at for a purpose. Take advantage of that. But listen, students, if you're here today, listen, we believe in you and we are praying for you and we wanna come alongside and help you and we wanna love on you. And so if there's anything we can do for you, you let us know, okay? We are here to serve you and help you. And that's the last thing. I, the last one I had, I put in there to lead them. But I want, I want us to lead by serving them. What did Jesus say? He says, the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So we serve our children or we lead our children by serving them and helping them and coming alongside them. I remember one of the first times I sat down with Luke and we were discussing what he felt like was a call to ministry. And he said, you know, he felt like when he was a student, he said, I felt like I didn't have anybody to talk to. And here's a young man that grew up in church, but he said, some of the things that I was dealing with and going through, like I didn't feel like I had anybody to talk to. And he said, I'd like to create that kind of atmosphere for the students of our church that they've always got somebody to talk to. And you know, sometimes that's just the way we serve by coming alongside of them and loving them. I, it wasn't that long ago that I was a, a, a kid and I didn't always get along with my parents and, and it had been nice to have someone to just go and be able to talk to that I knew loved me and cared for me and would give me godly advice and godly wisdom. And I didn't always have that person in my life. I didn't, I didn't always run around with the best group of guys that were godly students that I could go to them and feel like I was getting good advice. But all these things we look at, and I, I wanna close with this, all these things we look at, the, the modeling, the teaching, the loving, the serving, all of those characteristics, they aren't what we should do. They are who we are because of who Christ is in us. All those things that we talked about this morning, all four of those things, those are all things we see in Jesus. They're all things we see in the Savior who loves us and gave his life. He came and he taught us. He continues to teach us through his word and through the power of his Holy Spirit. He modeled for us in the scriptures. He, he loves us. We heard those verses this morning, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that anyone who would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And he, and he serves us. He continues to serve us. He, he continues to intercede on our behalf, seated at the right hand of God the Father. And so I wanna encourage us as a church to come alongside these students. It is a fruitful ministry. We've got students, we've watched students be baptized in this baptistry, we've watched students be saved, we've celebrated with families. And I want us to continue to see that fruitful ministry grow. Would you stand with me this morning and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning.